0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights, here with a recap episode. Thank you, sponsors, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Upper Deck, Panini, and Tops. This covers episodes 459 up through 478 because this is episode 480 on this happy Monday. 459 was Jimmy Estrich, the retro boomin interview that I had with him. He had contacted me, he had several questions and he said, you say you do pro bono consulting, how about me? And I said, tell me, what questions you might have. He expressed a few and I thought, let's just do it and uh, turn the recorder on. He said, fine. We did that, but this was context, his origin story and business that he's built up and how it's been affected in many ways positively by COVID. 459A was showing or describing your collection. I just was realizing that people in the old days, you would show your cards, you bring your plastic sheets or your albums or your shoebox or however you had it and show your friend. Nowadays, I think most showing is, it could be describing, but 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 it could be showing and it's digitally showing. In fact, you might have an NFT, you might be showing on social media, you might be demonstrating your uh, fractional account, your portfolio of cards that you own a portion of. And again, the way people enjoy looking at their collection, even watching breaks that they are not bought into. So there's some aspect of just... Uh, seeing your collection that's different from showing it. And if you can't see it, as I found out on an audio podcast describing it, uh, leaves something to be desired that's uh, describing the artistic elements. But a very visual hobby, I understand that. And all these different NFTs and digital types of things are just going to push the envelope a little bit farther. 459B was, um, again, a techie thing about genement and PSA buying them and the difficulty of artificial intelligence in the grading process and especially with respect to edges. Just taking a a scan or a photo of the edges is, is not trivial, especially with some resolution that you could tell what the deal was. 461, the outtakes on more of the tech perspective of grade AID and the whole idea of pre-grading. It's interesting when I get on Hobby Hotline with other outstanding co-hosts and we get some great comments. It's much more interactive than my show, which is nine, 9% of the time, it's me And one other person. 462 was origin story of Josh Johnson. Enjoyed that. Again, good to provide context. He's been around. He's very helpful in the way he looks at the hobby and trying to help other people. So I thought, let's find out where that came from. (laughs) As usual, it came from collecting when he was little and now he's grown up and and, uh, doing a great job. 463 was the dueling questions with Val Mars, NASCAR radio. These dueling questions, I can't describe them in full because they're going back and forth. They're fast moving. and uh, But I can tell you, it wasn't as much NASCAR as you'd think. (laughs) So if you're only interested in NASCAR, listened to to Val's podcast, NASCAR Radio, but this was uh, kind of across the board. 464 was the origin story of Brad Bethune, the Texas card dude. I've seen him at the shows and it was good to sit down by Zoom, actually, to uh, hear him uh, reconstruct his origin story. 464A was the grading of of one-of-ones. The whole idea of a podcast, at least my podcast, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I want to give you some perspective, some insights, but you've probably already made up your mind if you get a one-of-one, whether you're going to send it in for grade or just uh, put it in some other uh, protective care. But you can listen to the episode if you want to hear my take and what I normally do. 464B was the no respect for nines. I could do this episode again in a year or two years or three years. I think this is a fluid situation. Like I said, there's alternatives in the hobby. And that includes the same card. When a 10 gets very expensive, 9, which is mint, is not going to look so bad. And uh, in five years, the spread between nines and tens, I can't assure you it'll be narrower or wider, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the same. If you think nines are going to gain ground compared to tens, that's an interesting play that you might have. The adage of buy the best, it's really buy the best that you can afford. But I have a friend uh, that I was just talking to yesterday and he bought the best that he could afford in a home. But now he believes this is a mistake. He bought the nicest house on the block. And now when he's trying to sell that house, the comps, are hurting him because he's above the other houses on the block and he's not getting good showings or interest. I hate to be depressing to him, but it's a very hot uh, housing market around here. And so to not have showings is, is bad. So buying the best, it needs to be in the context of your budget. And the other alternatives. 465 was buying the dip with Jimmy Estrich, another part of his question. Again, the big deal is we can bat that around, but how do you know it's not the beginning of a downturn instead of a temporary dip? He doesn't know it. I don't know it. And, uh, you don't know it. You know, even when things go down, you just don't know. So you could listen to our conversation. 466 was uh, Gabriella's interview of me. That's kind of how we started out. But I did some other, had some questions of her from her psychology background. And I'm still stunned that she had a dad that was a stealth collector for 30 years. And I'm wondering how many others are out there? With the hobby being so strong, I think people are proud to say they're a collector, that they've had cards. And uh, now it's an alternative asset. 467 was the outtakes on the kids' product and the NFTs from Hobby Hotline. That was Brody the Kid, great young man and getting his perspective on a kid's product is something I should be doing and the card company should be doing. So thanks, Brody. 468 was the 89 to 91 Bowman Baseball Review with Rich. And those were not very exciting sets to me at the time, but they were foundational for the rebirth of uh, the Bowman brand, and especially branding it as uh, prospect-laden. And that's been important for our hobby. So Rich and I went through that. 469 was the Card Ladder episode. We really just looked at Card Ladder with Josh, who's uh, the Maybe the, I don't know, maybe the technical infrastructure a co-founder, but again, he's all about helpful analytics. And uh, well, the other thing I, that he drove home to me, at least, that they're very uh, conscious of listening to their constituents, which is certainly something uh, I tried to do and our team tried to do with Beckett Publications. So he's putting features and cards that people are asking for, and he's listening. 469A was the outtakes on Gentleman. That was from Hobby Hotline. And then the Grade Aid follow-up and 469B, same thing. It's, one was with Brad, but Brad was also on the Hobby Hotline. So I, I strung them together for those weekend episodes. Brad has a little bit of a tech background. These things are coming. Be ready and uh, be able to respond. 470 was dueling questions with John Newman. I actually was on his show and realized that we've had a number of conversations and I've been more aggressive to have him on mine as opposed to him having me on his. And I I love the reciprocity. I, I love what he's doing and and pretty much all the other podcasters have their own approach. I like his. And I thought, well, let's get into the questions where I can dig a little deeper and uh, trade off questions. That was fun. 471 was Breaking into Breaking with Jimmy Estridge. This was his original question. He said, I really want to think through and, and talk with you about how I could get a stronger foothold into the breaking. There's money there. I'd like to make some and I said, well, I'll shoot straight with you what I think my perspective is and see what we uh, come up with. Uh, 472 was the uh, origin story for John Keating and I just had to mention that he's a baseball card collector but he loves soccer now. His uh, journey may be others uh, going in his footsteps. Beware if you don't love soccer but you love the money you're making from soccer cards. I would encourage you to love soccer too. 473 was the retail dilemma. It's pretty obvious. Gotten a lot of uh, publicity and negative publicity for the hobby. It's a mess. I don't believe it's going to be solved in that Next year, but I do think it's going to be improved. I don't mean improved by target eliminating the category. I think that's disappointing, and I hope it's a temporary thing, and the cooler heads prevail, and they'll put in some structure that uh, allows these uh, mass retailers to help uh, our hobby be introduced to the masses. 474 was the six listener questions. Again, I can't really describe it without taking too much time, but there's always six questions in those. Fast moving, and you can listen to me. You can fast forward if it's something you're not interested in, but they're questions that people have asked. The 474A was the top box battle. It was Formula One, F1 versus soccer. And I I was surprised. I wouldn't normally open some of those products because I'm more of a a baseball and football and basketball guy with hockey being up there. I like NASCAR too, but Formula One, I have Formula One. I have soccer. But again, they're impressive. Those are impressive products. 474B, buy the card, buy the holder. I try to add beyond the obvious. But again, insight for the future, a week 9 or even a week 10 may come back and bite you. They, they may be less liquid than you think. If you've got a really good deal on this 10, I think it was misgraded. If you think it was misgraded, maybe somebody next year is going to think it's misgraded. So I think regardless, even if it's a 10 or a 9.5, uh, I really strongly encourage you to buy the card, not the holder. It's nice if the holder and the card match. And I'm saying, beware if the holder uh, has a grade on it that's that seems to be higher than what the card deserves. That could bite you. 475 was the dueling question with Josh Johnson, a fellow content creator. Again, he really strives to understand the hobby and then explain it. So I I really applaud his efforts. 476 was a dueling question with Brad Bethune, Texas card dude. I think Brad was itching to do that because he's buddies with Rich Klein. (laughs) So I think Brad had been saving up some questions. And of course, I'm not at a loss for questions uh, normally as well. So I I enjoyed that back and forth with Brad. 477 was the Baseball Card Hall of Fame with Ray Fonio, Ray from Philly. That's a great concept. And they've got a great start. They're in their fourth year. The voting is ending really soon. But I think there's another week to go. I encourage you to tap into that and make your voice be heard. Uh, Again, it's I think it's a great concept. They've made some excellent choices. And it's a kind of a democratic vote. So I'm, I'm hoping that somebody, it's not going to be me. I'm not starting uh, new things like that in these days, but if there's an idea out there for somebody to grab the ball and run with it in football or uh, basketball or hockey, even any. Or soccer, any <laughs> card hall of fame. And I think the way Ray has approached it uh, is uh, is sensible and inclusive. 478 had another listener questions. Again, as I call out for questions, I seem to get more. And I can't take every single one. I like it when I get two questions that are very similar. Then I can put them together. Feel free to send your questions. I'm not trying to discourage your questions. I love the questions. And I'm hoping that doing them six at a time allows me to not get behind, but not to be too uh, superficial in dealing with each of the questions that people have thoughtfully asked. So I, I really appreciate that for any feedback about the podcast. My goal is to influence the influencers and to help people understand and enjoy the hobby, whether you're an investor or, or a collector that's never going to sell a card. I don't think I got into this with the idea of selling cards other than trading off uh, duplicates. but after a while y- you can never say never that you're never going to sell a card. So anyway, again, if you've got questions or comments, email's pretty easy for me, Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com. I just sent it to give some specificity. And if you don't want your name, some people have asked that their name not be mentioned. I have no problem. I'll honor your request if you do or don't. But it's nice to get questions from around the world and uh, see that people are enjoying the hobby in different ways. So thanks, everybody. I'll be back again tomorrow with a regular episode. Thanks for your support and continue to enjoy. the man-